Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada race book mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IP. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at DRF.com bet. That's winning at DRF.com bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Santa Anita, home of the 2023 Breeders' Cup World Thoroughbred Championship. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred Los Angeles. By the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, just a furlong east of Santa Anita. Call 626-777-6699 to reserve your room for your next visit to Santa Anita. By Legacy Ranch, home of top California stallions Mr. Big, Clubhouse Ride, and Straight Fire. Get started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com. Enjoy billing made easy with Horsebills.com. By Semi's Original. Great food and a great satellite wagering experience await you in Orange County, where the 5 and 405 freeways collide at Semi's Original. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own a cow bread. By the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By the Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selection from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. The Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. 
and by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. And welcome to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition. I'm Bob Ike as we start one of my favorite weekends, and that's Memorial Day weekend, where we have racing today all the way through Monday at Santa Anita and all over the country. Just great cards, good stakes races. Uh, we've got a lot going on today. One o'clock post at Santa Anita, nine race card, including two stakes races. We're going to have coverage also from Belmont Park, Gulfstream, Churchill Downs, and Golden Gate to talk about that and everything else going on around the country. Let's bring in my co-host, John Lindo. Good morning, John. Good morning, Bob. You're right. Uh, this is off a fun weekend, kind of the start of an early summer, and uh, looking forward to the racing around the country today. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, and, and as I said, great racing all the way through Monday all over the country. It's just uh, a fabulous uh, weekend for horse players, and you know what else, John? The weather is good throughout the country. We don't have off tracks to deal with, so uh, just a lot of fun, and let's start the show by talking about last week's Preakness results, the second leg of the Triple Crown. Mage was trying to follow up his derby win, but, John, he didn't get it done, and uh, it was Bob Baffert back on the scene to take down the money. Right. The scenario you talked about in the Preakness played out. National treasure for trainer Bob Baffert got an easy lead. Uh, they went six furlongs in the Preakness and one thirteen and 2 that's awful slow, and uh, he was a fresh horse turner for home. I ran Ortiz on Blazing Sevens, did as usual. I'm going to herd you into the rail stuff, uh, and came up a head short. And I think it probably cost Blazing Sevens his best chance. I, th I thought he had the momentum on National Treasure, but, uh, you know, trying to move him over and intimidate National Treasure, maybe Ortiz lost some momentum with his horse. And Mage, the Derby winner, was closer to the pace, and the, the pace was very soft, but he didn't get the same kind of setup he got in the Florida Derby or in the uh, Kentucky Derby to rally from far back. He finished third, no excuses for him. Of those three horses, it looks like only National Treasure will come back in the Belmont Stakes if he trains well coming out of that race. But, uh, you know, as far as a, a, a triple crown race goes, I thought kind of a soft race, and the, the, the pace was not what you would see in a, in a grade one uh, classic, and uh, National Treasure took advantage, got the job done. I agree on a lot of accounts, John. Uh, first of all, the, the race really didn't have much hype to it. It was only a seven-horse field. Mage was the only horse coming out of the Derby to come back in the Preakness, but it ended up being a very exciting race uh, between those top two. Mage just kind of an even third all the way around, just never looked like he was going to get by those front two off the soft pace. But I agree with your analysis, John, on the result because – I had National Treasure in my pick five. I did not have Blazing Sevens. I thought I was beat at the 16th pole. Uh, looked like he had all the momentum, and I think Irad did us a big favor, John. He herded down into National Treasure, gave him a good bump, and I think that really kind of motivated, irritated National Treasure. I thought he re-rallied. Some people disagree. Maybe Blazing Sevens never did put a head in front. But he certainly got on even terms, and uh, I've seen Arad lose a lot of races this way because sometimes when you bump the horse on the inside, uh, that horse gets a little PO'd and re-rallies, right? 
Exactly. And then you know, the one thing that, that worries me, Bob, is, you know, in this day and age where we're talking about horse safety, safety first all the time for not only the equines, but for the, the, the human athletes, too. You know, when you get a rider as good as a rat or tease it rides the best horse most of the time, uh, you know, you don't need to be pulling this stuff. And, and, you know, when you take a horse off balance and move them in or move them out, you're asking for, for problems. When you bump another horse, you're going to knock them off stride or, or get them off balance. And that's when injuries happen. And to me, it's not a matter of if, but it's just a matter of when somebody's going to get hurt and it doesn't need to happen. And unless the racing jurisdictions call him out for what he's doing, it's going to keep happening. John, you mentioned National Treasure. It looks like he'll probably go forward into the Belmont. Talk about some of the probables. Uh, it's been a Todd Pletcher pattern to take his derby horses that don't win the derby and freshen them and come back in the Belmont. And it looks like maybe Forte, they're talking about uh, for sure, tap it trice. And give us uh, a few other names that we can look forward to in the Belmont in two weeks. Well, Forte, who was uh, the vet scratch the morning of the Kentucky Derby, he uh, is scheduled to go, and he had to work this morning. According to Mike Welsh, a daily racing form, he worked five furlongs and one minute, point four nine, galloped out six furlongs, one twelve and three, and the mile and one thirty eight and three. A very good work for Forte. That should get him off that vets list that he was on because of the Derby, and uh, he is scheduled to go. Tappet Tricer Pletcher also go. He was seventh in the Kentucky Derby. Kingsburns, who was up the track in the Derby for Todd Pletcher, had a mild bout of colic yesterday, so that's going to put his his work schedule on hold a little bit. He is not out of the Belmont yet, but now he's going to have to do some adjustments. We'll see what happens with him. And you had Brad Cox's horse, the favorite Angel of Empire in the Derby, who was third. He is scheduled to run as his hit show for Brad Cox, who was fifth in the Derby. Uh, Red Route 1, who was fourth in the Preakness, he is scheduled to go to the Belmont. Ray's Kane, who was eighth in the Derby, he is scheduled to run. And then you have uh, Archangelo, who won the Peter Pan, and, and uh, Il Miracolo, who won an allowance race at Gulfstream Park. Those are the ten right now that are probable. And, uh, you know, two weeks out, we know things will change. It'll be a good race. It'll be a great card that day. Uh, Belmont puts on about six, seven, eight stakes races, so it'll be a fantastic gambling card, and we'll look forward to that in two weeks from today. Well, John, uh, something that was announced during the week, and i got to tell you, I was uh, kind of surprised. Something called the National Thoroughbred League, and it's set to debut in September. I want us. I want you to fill us in on some of the details, but i got to tell you, I don't want to knock a new idea because racing needs new ideas. But, John, when I read this release, I thought it was an April Fool's prank. Um, <laughs> fill us in on it, and let's kind of go through some of the details. Well, here's the concept. Uh, a group of investors, they're going to buy... 36 racehorses privately between now and September, uh, and uh, there will be six racing teams uh, based around the country, and each racing team will have six horses. There's a, a series of five different races, the first one starting in Kentucky Downs in September. Each, uh, each racing uh, team will have a horse in those races, so we're looking at field sizes of six. I don't know if they can run two in a race to make it 12, but it, it looks like a field of six, and... Uh, to me, you know, there, there are a lot of questions with this whole format. The, the, the final race in the sequence will be at Tampa Bay Downs on New Year's Eve. But, uh, you know, it's going to cost a lot of money to buy 36, uh, they say, high-level allowance, low-stakes-level low horses. To buy, try and buy 36 of those privately right before summertime is going to be tough. 
that's a lot of money. You're racing in, in smaller fields. If, if you're talking about six-horse fields, I don't know what the handle is going to be in those type of races. And I guess the purpose of this is more to create event days than it is to really highlight the racing product. So uh, as far as the business model goes, Bob, I, I don't know how this becomes profitable or you know how much they have to spend to make this go. We'll see how this works out. Obviously, this is just the beginning of, of what they're talking about. Tom Lute, who used to work at Santa Anita, was the former chairman of the Breeders' Cup. He's going to be the president of the horse operations. They have several of the team leaders already decided. There will be a New York team, a Los Angeles team, a Philadelphia team, a New Jersey team, a Seattle team, and a Nashville team. So that's where the teams will be based. And we'll see how this goes and, and, and what happens here. Again, a, a brand-new concept. I have some questions on how it will be handled. And I just don't know how you turn it in from, a, from a business standpoint into a profitable venture. We will follow it as it uh, continues up to its debut in September, John. The Baffert lawsuit against Churchill Downs was dismissed. Uh, the two-year ban appears to be over for uh, Bob Baffert running horses at Churchill. Or is it, John? <laughs> well, the, yeah, again, the ruling came down that the lawsuit Baffert had against Churchill Downs regarding that 90-day suspension or two-year suspension by Churchill Downs, uh, you know, which basically ends in July. So he lost that, that uh, lawsuit, no big deal. But in the statement from Churchill Downs regarding the favorable ruling in their favor, at the end of the statement, they, they say, and I quote, as we stated when we suspended Mr. Baffert in June 2021, we reserve the right to extend his suspension and will communicate our decision at the conclusion of the initial two-year suspension period. So after July 3rd, apparently, Churchill can make another announcement if, if they feel like extending that, that uh, ban from Churchill. Uh, I guess it, it isn't over until it's really over, until it's not over again. I, I don't know, but... Uh, you know, if you served the suspension and he hasn't had any incidents since then, I don't know why it would continue. Well, there just seems to be so much bad blood now between these two parties, and uh, Churchill is is obviously uh, not going to just let it go away. Racing needs this to go away, John. I mean, two years is enough already. Baffert's been banned from the Derby for two years. We've had this charade now where he's had to move horses to other trainers in the, you know, before in the, the prep races, before the Derby and the Derby. Enough already. Please, please, let's get this over with. Two years is enough, and uh, let's get back to normal horse racing, John. Let's look at the Daytona today at Santa Anita. As I mentioned, a nine-race card. It starts at 1 o'clock out at Santa Anita. The Daytona goes as race seven coming down the hill. Good turf sprinters, John, the 9-5 to five favorite. What makes Sammy Runs, who comes off a win in the Siren Lure? Is he going to make it two in a row? I think he's definitely the one to beat. He's a 9-to-5 favorite. In this race, field of seven, number one, Indian Peak, is cross-entered tomorrow in the Crystal Water Stakes for Calbreds. So without scratches yet, I don't know if he runs today or tomorrow. But either way, the speed of the race is number three, Fast Buck. But if you look at his record, and the two races down the hill have been his worst turf sprints to date, I think maybe he likes the flat course a little bit better. He'll be on the front end, but a firm course is what, what makes Sammy run 
at his very best. He likes this downhill course. He ought to fall into a stocking trip in here. I think Vernon Turf will get first run at Fast Buck. He'll probably be the one to catch in the lane. But what Sammy Run looks like the right horse to me, Vernon Turf, I think, will improve off his last race. And then, uh, you know, if Indian Peak runs, he's a horse that, that likes the hillside course. And if Fast Buck can shake loose on a big lead, maybe he gets brave. But until he shows me he can handle that turf course, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait and see with him. All right, John. Well, you're uh, putting out your Lindo report every racing day, and it's uh, free at the South Point as well as available at todaysracingdigest.com. You gave a great hit last weekend on your sheet, John. You included the uh, pick five on Preakness Day from Pimlico that ended in the Preakness. Just a $40 ticket, and you got an $1,112 return. So congratulations. Great job. Uh, let's get a pick today from Santa Anita, brought to you by the South Point and the Lindo Report. Let's go down to the ninth and final at the Santa Anita. Ninth race today, number seven, paid in gold, comes off of two sprint preps, stretches out. I thought she handled the turf well despite trouble moving to the grass on April the 21st. Good work pattern out of that race. She's bred top and bottom for two turns. I think the favorite, number one, Precocious Times, is vulnerable in here. So let's take a shot, number seven, paid in gold, race nine at Santa Anita. And, Bob, you also gave out that pick five at, uh, at Pimlico last week. So we've got some seed money for today. And I know you were looking around the country, and you saw something you liked today at uh, Churchill Downs. Yeah, I'm going to go to Churchill Downs, and I won't be putting out my selection sheet again until Belmont Day. Uh, but just for, you know, if you want to make a wager or look at the cross-country or the, the late pick five at Churchill Downs, I'm going to go to the eighth race today at Churchill. Number six, Santos Dumont at 6-1, to one, I think offers good value. Horse has been off since July, comes back fresh off a string of bullet works for top trainer Chris Hartman. He's been a little bit cold there to start the meet at Churchill, but he's a very high percentage trainer. You're going to have to beat the horse right outside of him, number seven, Kapuna, who ran a huge second on uh, Derby weekend and, and really ran a big race. He's the horse to beat at eight to five, but let's take the better price. Eighth race at Churchill, number six, Santos Dumont at six to one. If you want to box the exacta, box him with the seven Kapuna, and that would be at Churchill Downs. Well, John, let's take our first time out. When we come back, David Jerkins, he's the racing secretary at Delmar. He's going to explain and talk more about their ship and win program. And Bruce Finkelstein from betonbruce.com. That's the next segment. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition here on AM 830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. Racing fans, don't miss Memorial Day weekend at Spectacular Santa Anita, as we'll have 10 stakes over the three-day holiday, including three grade one events on Memorial Day Monday, the $500,000 Shoemaker Mile, the $400,000 Hollywood Gold Cup, and the $400,000 Gamely Stakes. On Saturday, the Grade 2 Triple Bend and the Grade 3 Daytona Stakes will highlight an outstanding car to be sure to be here on Gold Rush Day this Sunday as we'll have a total of five stakes for California Breads. Additionally, Santa Anita will guarantee a $1 million payoff 
to any single ticket winner in Saturday's 20 cent rainbow pick six jackpot and providing there is no single ticket winner on Saturday, a $1 million guaranteed payout is also in place on Sunday. In addition to world-class racing on Memorial Day, we'll also have a mandatory payout with the possibility of a $3 million pool in that Memorial Day pick six. Bring the family over the three-day weekend and you can enjoy our Memorial Weekend Carnival. Visit our website for details. Developed by Horsemen, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks and postage costs, easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. Is sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. Welcome back. Thoroughbred Los Angeles, Bob Ike and John Lindo. John, I want to get the number out at the South Point as well in your Lindo report there every racing day. Call Steve Johnson in the race book at 866-780-7223 and ask about the Thoroughbred LA horse player rate. Get up there for Belmont two weeks. It's going to be a great weekend. John, uh, before we bring in David Jerkins, how about Calbred of the Week? Our Calbred of the Week is going to be a two-year-old named Crazy Hot who won her debut last Saturday. Crazy Hot is by Golden Sense out of the Rockport Harbor Mare Harbor Mist. 
was read by Tom Bachman, is owned by Rusty Brown and Corey Sabat, and is trained by Jeff Bondi. Crazy Hot earned $36,600 for the debut win, plus a check from the CTBA for $17,500. Really impressive maiden win, picked up over $53,000. And uh, you might ask uh, Rusty Brown, you see him at the track today, if it pays to own a cow bread. Well, let's bring in David Jerkins. He's the racing secretary at Del Mar. Good morning, David. Good morning. How are you? We're doing well, and uh, we, we wanted to get you on to talk about your Ship and Win program, and it's been a, a hugely successful program over, what, about the last decade or so. And so, David, just kind of tell us kind of how horses become eligible and some of the bonus structure involved. Right, Bob. As you mentioned, it's a key component, the Ship and Win program, to our race season, and it helps boost field size, and it gives an incentive uh, to owners and trainers to acquire a horse who has been out of California for a year, so 12 months, that's the, the guideline, and for the first start, the owner will receive $5,000 if the start's on dirt, and $4,000 if the start's on turf, that's just an appearance fee, wherever the horse runs, the owner receives that check. And then there's a, a, a purse bonus applied to every start during the meet. So if it's a dirt race, it's a 50% purse bonus. And if it's a grass race, it's a 40% bonus. So obviously uh, a big incentive and something that we try to promote every year. And opening day, Delmar, is Friday, July 21st. So it looks like we're about seven weeks out, David, and certainly not too early. People need to start thinking about horses they're going to claim or bring in uh, to take advantage of those. John Lindo, I know you had something for David. Yeah, good morning, David. Uh, this program has been so successful, and it's gotten even better with Santa Anita and Del Mar working together. Del Mar allows these ship and win horses to come in and get a start or two at Santa Anita before your meet starts and, and give the, the racing fans and the, and the owners and trainers an idea how many horses br- were started that were ship and win last year at Del Mar last summer, and how many starts did they make? Right, so we saw an uptick last season. We were very aggressive uh, in our recruitment efforts and, and really boosting our, our overall purses as well as our ship and win bonuses. So we saw over 200 horses start at Del Mar that were ship and win qualifiers, and they made over 300 starts throughout the meet. So it's part of the you know success of our meet last year. We, we averaged over nine runners a race, which is difficult these days uh, anywhere. Um, you know, if you look at races across the country, it's, it's challenging, especially on, on dirt. Um, so we saw a boost in all levels, and it's something that we felt it's important to be aggressive, and hopefully our local owners and trainers can take advantage of this, and horses can stay on the circuit in California. And David, you guys are doing such a great job. As you said, the field size last year was tremendous. I want to just kind of stress, this is very much a year-round job for you. The recruitment is year-round. You're not just rolling in uh, a month before the meet starts. In fact, you guys already have your condition book one out. It's available online. So uh, keep up the great work, David, and and, uh, we appreciate it as horse players, and uh, we look forward to this program continuing on for many years. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate it. And like you mentioned, uh, the condition book is online, and we uh, we're excited to get going.
Well, we'll see you in less than two months, David. Look forward to seeing you down there. Thanks a lot, Bob. Okay, that was David Jerkins. And uh, let's bring in Bruce Finkelstein from betonbruce.com. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, John. How's it going, guys? We're doing well, and we wanted you to take a look uh, before we get a couple picks from you. Let's look at the eighth race, the Triple Bend today at Santa Anita. Seven furlongs for top-notch sprinters here, 200,000 added. A field of seven, and the favorite at eight to five is number six, Spirit of Makina. How'd you see it, Bruce? You know, I think this is going to be a, a match race between the, the first two finishers of the San Carlos, which would be Spirit of McCain and Forbidden Kingdom. They just seem a cut better than the rest of these. And is there a reason maybe Forbidden Kingdom could turn, you know, can flip the result? I'd say it's a possibility. I think this is a coin flip of a call in this race. Last out in the San Carlos, that race was run over a good track. Apparently, Spirit of McKenna has a quarter crack issue. So, you know, I don't, I'm not an expert on this, but I'm wondering if maybe the wet track was more to his liking. Maybe, you know, the, the foot uh, being a little bit tender, maybe it, it, it's more agreeable to run on that wet track for Spirit of McKenna. There's also a six-pound weight shift in Forbidden Kingdom's favor today. Uh, he'll be the better price. He's a little quicker I don't think that Wander Dennis did anything wrong on him. I'm just wondering if maybe the way to ride this horse is just open up and go as far. And they try to rate him on the lead, and he, he does well. But maybe the idea is just to put air on this field and just go as fast and as far as you can, like we saw him do, I think it was in the, the San Felipe Stakes as a, as a three-year-old. So it's a tight call. Spirit of McKenna, you know, he's got some physical issues. He entered, what, on December and January scratched. Uh, very talented, but a little bit, uh, you know, questionable physically at times. Uh, so I'm going to give the slight edge, probably because of price, to Forbidden Kingdom to, to flip the result on Spirit of McKenna in a good two-horse race. John, you get the first pick from Bruce. Uh, I like, I know you like to go up north, so John Lendo, jump on in. Right, nine race card today at Golden Gate, and they start at one fifteen. And obviously, the uh, we have the Golden Hour pick four and the Golden Hour double in play from Santa Anita and Golden Gate. Where do you want to go for your Golden Gate play today, Bruce? Well, let's stay let's stay golden with the Golden Hour uh, plays here. I'm going to give you a horse in the ninth race, John. I think it's a sure thing to drop in price, but I think it's a single, and that's Steve Miotti, second time starter. The five, the five, Roy Hobbs. I remember that name from the, the movie The Natural. Anyway, um, this horse debuted from the rail uh, at twelve to one, so it probably wasn't working all that well. Broke poorly, uh, got into contention at the top of the lane. Kind of looked like he was spinning his wheels. I thought he was very game to hang in there, only beating a length and a half. Since that race, there's reason to believe he can run better. He's had the experience behind him. Gets off the rail goes from a 5% rider to the second leading rider um, in uh, Evan Romont, 24% rider. He's been gelded since that race. And, guys, look at how much faster he worked. And that's very un miati like that, That's a one-minute and change out of the gate. For Golden Gate, being, for Miati, that is super fast. So maybe we've got a much-improved version. Uh, even on paper, he looks right, but I think he, there's lots of reasons why he should improve. He's four to one on the line. I'll be honest with you. I would be surprised if he ever goes over two to one in, in this race. And I think he's a great single. So in race nine, let's go with the five. Roy Hobbs 
at four to one on the morning line. The natural. I, I'm going to guess he's owned by Nick Alexander, guys. Uh, he he loves to name his after baseball themes. Uh, Bruce also now comes south, and let's get a pick from Santa Anita. Let's go right to the midsection of the card. The fifth race is a 12-5 claimer for Phillies at five and a half on the dirt. I like the two Tropicana girl. Now she's been running mostly at Los Al in her last four starts. Three of the races have been at a thousand yards. She won one of them, but I don't know that those races closely relate to what she does today. In between those races, she had a win for ten thousand here in mid March, where she sat second to the speedy um, Rain Diva, and it just was a pro. She sat, sec- sat second. She grinded out the win. I think that race is plenty good enough to beat these. She's got enough uh, speed to stay close. She showed she could finish a little bit. I, I think she's well-drawn. She gets a little bit of a weight break with the seven-pound apprentice. I think this is really what, what she's built for uh, more so than maybe Los Al. So race five, let's go with the two Tropicana girl listed at 5-1 to one on the morning line. Race five for Bruce Finkelstein, number two, Tropicana Girl. Bruce, tell us what's available today at betonbruce.com. So we have the full card analysis at Santa Anita with a late pick five from Churchill Downs, some nice races over there, a late pick four for your betting pleasure over at Golden Gate under the best plays. We also add audio uh, analysis along with it, so check us out at betonbruce.com. Thank you, Bruce. We'll talk again next week. Have a good one, guys. Hey, John, before we go to break, we don't have Bob Mazursky or Scott Shapiro on the show today, but uh, Shapper did send us a pick from Churchill, so let the listeners know what that pick is. Right. Uh, Weather conditions are good at Churchill Downs today. Scott's pick for TwinSpires.com comes in the ninth race at Churchill Downs. He likes number two, Alva Starr, for for, uh, Mitchell Murrow riding at 4-1 to on the program. Race number nine, horse number two, Alva Starr at Churchill Downs. That's Scott Shapiro's Twin Spires pick of the day. Excellent. Let's take our next time out. When we come back, John Hardoon and Toby Callett. That's the next segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on AM 830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. AM 830. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bread. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California-bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races, too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Where the turf meets the surf, where the turf meets the surf, down at Old Del Mar. You could be flying on an airplane, catching a fast train, or jumping in your car. Come on, Del Mar. Everybody's gonna have a smile on their face, cause
and bonuses are back this summer at Del Mar and are better than ever. Guaranteed $5,000 check for any qualified starter in first ship and win start on dirt. $4,000 check for any qualified starter on turf. 50% purse bonus for every dirt start this summer. 40% purse bonus for every turf start this summer. For questions, contact David Jerkins at 858-792-4230. See you at Del Mar. Where the turf means the surf down at Old Del Mar. Where the turf means the surf All right now. down at Old Del Mar. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m. 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original, 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest, and online at sammysoriginal.com. The best of racing is always at Los Alamitos, and we're looking ahead to one of our biggest nights of the year on Sunday, May 28th. It's the trials to the Ed Burke Million Futurity, featuring the top juveniles in quarter horse racing. And what a great lineup of impressive young runners led by recent winners. Favorite City, Boardwalk, Expensive, Next Level Up, and so many more. And remember to play our early and late pick fours always with strong pools and thrilling racing action. Our early pick fours are always outstanding. Our recent pools have consistently been over $200,000. Plus, play our $10,000 Pick 6 promo on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. Sunday's Pick 6 pools average over $70,000. And remember, we have a traditional Pick 6 with no jackpot provisions. The Edbert Million Trials, Sunday, May 28th. The best of racing is always at Los Alamitos. Angels Radio, AM 30. Welcome back, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Hey, John, Legacy Ranch has a number of runners, uh, the, the sired runners in this weekend. Tell us about them. Right, the Gold Rush Stakes Day tomorrow in Santa Anita. Ten races for Cowbreds, five stakes races, and Legacy Ranch Stallions, Mr. Big and Clubhouse Ride will be well represented. Clubhouse Ride represented by Brickyard Ride and the Thor's Echo. And you've got Warren's Candy Girl and the Franz Valentine and Chismosa and the Mel Air Stakes. And as far as uh, Mr. Big, he's got Big Switch and the Franz Valentine and Ceiling Crusher in the Mel Air. So obviously a lot of action for the Legacy Ranch Stallions. If you want to get to one of those stallions, and you can include Straight Fire in that list, you can contact Terry Knight, 510-928-4980. And we're going to bring in John Hardoon in just one second. But uh, Leilani, there's a lot going on in New York, and, and guys are fighting and arguing. So we thought it would be a good time to uh, cue the music before we bring in Hardoon. Thank you, Leilani. John Hardoon, good morning. <laughs> good morning, Bob. How are you? We're doing well. And the reason we wanted to, to bring in the dragnet touch there was uh, 
Trainer Jim, James Chapman arrested for stalking. Um, I saw a video of him and, and, and the big Stabile in a big argument back there. Uh, Stabile appears to no longer be on the Naira telecast. So uh, what's going on with these two bozos back in New York? It's really gotten ridiculous. Uh, well, uh, Anthony Stabile, who I know since he's five years old, by the way, he grew up in the racetrack. <laughs> His father was a trainer. Uh, he was there every single day since he's been four or five years old. And uh, I don't know, he got into it with trainer James Chapman. He manages Amira Chickaly's uh, barn. He's the racing manager. Apparently, Chapman and Chickaly had some sort of relationship or whatever, and uh it ended, and then it got ugly, and he got in the middle. It's a mess. It has nothing to do with the racing. It's a joke, you know, to fire him. I hope he's only suspended, to be honest with you, because he certainly doesn't deserve to be fired. They went and arrested Chapman the other night for stalking. So, you know, who knows how guilty Stabile was. But he obviously he went on Twitter or, or he went on a texting rampage, and uh, he said things, I guess, that they didn't appreciate. You know, he represents a, a brand, they said, or they claim, so they expected better behavior from him. But, uh, you know, he was in a tough situation, and I actually feel sorry for him. Well, I think my advice would be people need to stay off social media and air yes, their uh, sure. when they're airing their dirty laundry. <laughs> Just uh, keep it private. You're a lot better off. Well, John Lindo, let's get back to racing. I know you had a couple things for Mr. Hardoon. Right. Hey, John, uh, not quite on the dragnet level, but there's been a, a, a trainer change for White Barrio. You know, with Safi Joseph uh, right now is suspended indefinitely for running at, Ch at Churchill Downs. No ruling has come down from New York yet, but he has no horses stable there. And, and to not take the chance of him not being able to run there, White Barrio has now moved to a different stable. Yeah, he moved to the Richard Dutro barn, and Dutro's just been back in the game for about a month, and already he's got a graded stake winner in his barn. Uh, I think they plan on running in the Met Mile, so that's in two weeks from today, actually, and uh, they didn't want to take any chances, so uh, they moved the horse. You know, Naira appears to be following in Churchill's footsteps like they did with Bafford not allowing horses to run. I mean, the guy hasn't even been found guilty of anything, and already they're all throwing the book at him. You know, we're in a lot of trouble in this game, and uh, with all the breakdowns and everything else that's going on, it's a bad time for racing, and just hopefully we get through this and get through it in, in a quick way. Well, the other question I had for you, too, the best uh, stakes race as far as field size today is down at Churchill Downs. That's a Kirtana Stakes a mile and a half on the grass. I know you do uh, a Churchill Downs for the Raggers and Sheets, and wanted you to take a look at that race, a field of 12 going a mile and a half on the grass at Churchill. Yeah, it's really a terrific betting race. I narrowed it down to three horses. I like number two, Quality Star, number five, Miss Yearwood, and number 10, Sparkle Blue. But Quality Star is 10 to 1, so that's the horse I'm going to end up king. But if you want to box all three of them, you certainly could do so. There's enough value. It's a full field. It's a tricky distance, a mile and a half. You've got 12 horses entered. So, again, it is a good betting race. And you're right. Most of the state races today, coast to coast, are short fields. I guess they're saving everything for Monday. I know at Belmont on Monday, it's New York Showcase Day, which is equivalent to Cal Cup Day, and they have nothing but full fields and a lot of great betting opportunities on Monday at Belmont. 
Well, John, we want to get two picks from you, one from Belmont, and uh, let's start there. Okay, well, I was going to give out the seventh race today but because I didn't like the six to five morning line favor, but turns out they just ended up scratching the horse, so that'll take the value out. But I do like the number three horse in there, American Apple. She's a three-year-old filly from the Daniel Leach Farm. Now, this horse has done nothing but improve with each and every start. Third start back off of the layoff. Again, she was four to one before the late scratch of the two horses, six to five morning line, so I would expect five to two. But I like number three, American Apple to win today's seventh race, the soaring softly on the turf, seventh race today. And by the way, the weather is beautiful here, so no chance of rain and uh, everything will go as scheduled. And, John, you want to make a second pick from somewhere? Sure. Uh, Churchill, I know you gave the eighth race, Bob, and I don't like picking against all the great handicappers on the show, but uh, I'm traveling and that's the work I have, so I'm going to go to the eighth race today. And I like the number three horse in here, Britain's Kitten, Four-year-old gelding from the Brian Williamson Barn Junior with Peru aboard to ride. He's listed at five to one on the morning line. He's an improving horse, getting better with each start. Ran his best race last year at Churchill. Returns to Churchill today, five to one on the morning line. I like number three, Britain's Kitten. You could certainly make the exact box with your horse, Santa's Dumont. And, and I'm uh, going to include. Um, I will definitely include yours, John, on my uh, late pick five ticket. Thank you. Uh, tell us what's available today at. Uh, the website for Ragas and Sheets. John Hardoon representing, of course, every week the Ragas and Sheets. Churchill, Belmont, Santa Anita Selections, J O N H A R D O O N dot com. Three best plays, ten dollars. Full card, twenty five dollars. Excellent. Thank you, John. We'll talk again next week. Okay, guys. Stay safe and be well. Thank you. All right, let's bring in uh, Toby Callett. And generally, we say uh, checking in with Toby from South Florida, but today. We're checking in with Toby from Southern California. Good morning, Toby. Good morning, Bob. Uh, I'll make one uh, bold statement. I've uh, been at Santa Anita more recently than anybody listening or uh, any of us here on the show. You were out uh, this morning. No, but uh, actually, no. Uh, It was a little too too ugly, and uh, we had a brutal trip. Uh, The trip into Los Angeles was great, but... uh, you know, thanks thanks to Stephanie, by the way, at the uh, at the rent a car counter budget, uh, she did me a big solid. But it took us two hours and forty minutes to get uh, to Santa Anita uh, from LAX. And uh, good thing there was a dead heat in the nightcap because we were walking in to go visit Mike, uh, <laughs> and people were walking out. So uh, I I think it's safe to say that by the time we left visiting with Mike, we were one of the last people leaving the track. So that's why I made that bold statement that I was there more recently than most. Didn't get to see your race yesterday, Saturday. Well, welcome to L.A. in our traffic, Toby. So uh, that, that's a fun trip across town. Um, I was trying to figure out the last time we saw each other, and I think it was at the Handicapping Expo in Vegas, which was around 2000. And, and Toby, uh, we're going to dinner tonight. I just – 2007, okay. Um, I, we're going to dinner, and I just want you to know I have a lot less hair than I had back then, but I'm still six foot six, foot, so you'll recognize me when I come in. I was going to say I'd have to grow all the hair you lost and then stuff to, <laughs> to reach six foot six. I'll need a step ladder. But uh, by the way, I want to say one thing that was great once I got to this area. The folks here at the Le Meridian Hotel, the, uh, Katie and uh, Christina, uh, they did me a big solid. I'm, I'm sitting here uh, at, at the desk. 
I'm staring at the mountains. The rooms are beautiful. The service is great. Um, you know, you know, no shameless plug here, but I got to tell you, this is a really, really nice hotel. If you're going to the Breeders' Cup or you're coming to Santa Anita, you'd be a fool not to stay here. Excellent. We love it, Toby. Thank you for getting that in. Uh, John Lindo, what do you have for Toby? Well, good morning, Toby. I'm looking forward to seeing you this afternoon. Before we get a play from you at Gulfstream Park, wanted just to touch base, you know, a horse that uh, we were all fans of, Fusaichi Pegasus, uh, had uh, to be euthanized this week, uh, infirmities of old age. He was a pretty special $4 million yearling, and he lived up to the billing winning the Kentucky Derby. I, I, re- I remember it well. I, I remember uh, our, our friend and uh, correspondent, Jay Pridman, being there, at, uh, was clocking, uh, leading in. Remember watching Neil Drysdale uh, nervously pacing back and forth uh, prior to his last work, and uh, he trained like a winner. Uh, and uh, I know uh, a whole bunch of us uh, made, made a pretty good look uh, on him. He w- he was a good horse. Uh, there's there's no doubt about it. You know how he sometimes talked uh, nice about uh, the, pe- the recently passed, but uh, he was a good horse before, during, and, and after, uh, to say the least. Uh, a very. A, a, a real, real, real gem of the equine species, to say the least. Uh, Toby, before we get a pick, I neglected to give John Hardoon's two highlights from last weekend. He gave us National Treasure in the Preakness, 780. He gave us Curlin's Choir at Belmont at 720. You gave us uh, a winner last week at Gulfstream, and Dean delivers. So let's make it two weeks in a row. You're out here, but I know you're still going to be following uh, Gulfstream Park today. Yes, I got a key play at Gulfstream. I, I like something really well today at Santa Anita that I plan on uh, uh, putting the money right in the window. But uh, in the ninth today at Gulfstream, we're going to go with the five. His name is Big Daddy Dave. Uh, Miguel Vasquez takes the call here for Peter Walter. Behind him, we're using the seven, the Skipper Two, the six, Unbridled Honor, and the three, Magic Equips. Five, seven, six, three. Could be all you and me, Bob, in today's ninth at Gulfstream Park. Well, let's get the money. Let's have a great day and uh, cash some tickets and enjoy our dinner tonight, Toby. Looking forward to seeing you. Uh, same here. Uh, really excited about it. Thanks, Bob. All right. That was Toby Callett, tobycallett.com. All of our handicappers available at todaysracingdigest.com. And, uh, John, let's take our final time out. When we come back, Michael Rona from Los Alamitos. That'll be the final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830, KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. try to ignore that it means more than that oh, what's love got to do got to do with it what's love but a second hand emotion what's love angels radio ame 30 Racing fans, don't miss Memorial Day weekend at spectacular Santa Anita, as we'll have 10 stakes over the three-day holiday, including three grade one events on Memorial Day Monday, the $500,000 Shoemaker Mile, the $400,000 Hollywood Gold Cup, and the $400,000 Gamely Stakes. On Saturday, the Grade 2 Triple Bend and the Grade 3 Daytona Stakes will highlight an outstanding car to be sure to be here on Gold Rush Day this Sunday, as we'll have a total of five stakes for California Breads. Additionally, Santa Anita will guarantee a $1 million payoff 
to any single ticket winner in Saturday's 20 cent rainbow pick six jackpot and providing there is no single ticket winner on Saturday, a $1 million guaranteed payout is also in place on Sunday. In addition to world-class racing on Memorial Day, we'll also have a mandatory payout with the possibility of a $3 million pool in that Memorial Day pick six. Bring the family over the three-day weekend and you can enjoy our Memorial Weekend Carnival. Visit our website for details. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626 777 6699. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's betonbruce.com. Bet on experience. Betonbruce.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio. AME 30. And we're rolling. And John, if you can't be out at the track and see live racing, uh, tell us about a couple options. We've got Sammy's and the Derby Room, uh, both of them great options here in Southern California. Well, it's about five minutes to opening at Sammy's there in, in Orange County where the five and four or five freeways meet. I tell you what, you know, you, you see some of the higher prices now when you go to restaurants. You go down to Sammy's, you're playing the races, you get the 2013 
price menu down there at Sammy's. And if you want to try and hit that Rainbow Six before that mandatory payout at Santa Anita on Monday, if you can hit it and be the only ticket today or tomorrow, not only will you pick up that big jackpot at Santa Anita, Sammy's will cut you an additional check for $25,000. And then up at the Derby Room, always a great job there. Bob, I know you've sampled most of the menu. The food is terrific. Uh, they treat you right up there. And, again, both places open Memorial Day Monday for that special Monday card at Santa Anita. And I'll be sampling more of that menu on Monday when I hit the Derby Room. John, before we bring in uh, Michael, just I want to do a personal note here on Memorial Day. So on Monday, when you're playing the races, please remember and honor those who gave their lives and made the ultimate sacrifice in defending this great country of ours and many, many other countries around the world. So Memorial Day is a very special day on Monday. Let's bring in Michael Rona, our cleanup batter from Los Alamitos. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Bob, and well said, mate, well said. Thank you, sir. Uh, I know it's a big uh, importance to you as well. Uh, Michael, uh, seems like maybe a little bit of a quiet night tonight, but you've got a big night of trials tomorrow night for the uh, the Rich Ed Burke Memorial. So tell us uh, the million futurity. Tell us about some of those trials tomorrow night. Yeah, this is a chance for the two-year-olds to step up to 350 yards for the first time this season. Two weekends ago, we had the final of the grade two kindergarten futurity at 300 yards but the edberg million futurity is a grade one event for a very rich purse it's one of the rich plums on the calendar every year at los alamitos and all 10 races tomorrow night will be down the straightaway for the two-year-olds trying to qualify the 10 fastest individual times will make it to the final three weeks henceforth 6:30 first post tomorrow there are so many well-bred promising horses uh, expensive purchases, too, from yelling sales. Engaged tomorrow. Very difficult to single out just a couple of trials uh, in uh, mentioning uh, <clears throat> the the highlights of tomorrow night. But uh, Just a Fooler is the only horse to come out of the kindergarten futurity final two weeks ago on the quick turnaround. He was an unlucky fourth. He'll eat up the extra distance. He's in race six tomorrow night. And political rivalry actually qualified to the kindergarten futurity final. Hadgate 1 was scratched on race day, but comes back into one of the trials to the Ed Burke Million tomorrow night in race number 8 against Boardwalk and talk about something who were in an early season two-year-old battle ahead between them at the finish. Boardwalk's very highly regarded. Hasn't run since April 15, but quite interestingly has had a 350-yard workout and that uh, that's the only juvenile all night tomorrow night with a workout at, at the distance of the race so that's uh, that's an interesting angle talk about something a subsequent winner after the debut second boardwalk so races six and eight jump out but mate i could uh, talk to you for another 10 minutes easily about the quality and depth of the two-year-old trials tomorrow night john lindo anything for michael well, Michael, there's 10 races at Santa Anita tomorrow, tomorrow, so 6.30 post time. Nine races at Santa Anita today. What is your first post tonight? First post is 6.05 tonight. Race 10 is a good allowance race, John, but features the comeback of DKAA, who was very good early in his two-year-old season last year. In fact, he won his first two races, qualified to the Ed Burke Million Futurity final, and started 8-1 to one in the final. 
finishing out of the money, but he's been working the place down for trainer Jose Flores, a sparkling work tab. He'll be very tough in the final race tonight from the outside post. Michael, we have about one minute. Uh, let's get a pick from you and get you back on your winning streak. Race 7 kicks off the late pick 4, Bob. It's a 300-yard two-year-old silly maiden. And I've been uh, quite impressed with the two efforts so far from making chicks move out of gate one in each of her starts, including when on the board in the kindergarten futurity trial at a second start. She has gate two this evening. She's galloped out very well after each of her two efforts from gate one. And I think she's very tough at five to two on Ed Burgart's morning line. That's race seven, number two, making chicks move. Thank you, Michael. Great job. We'll talk to you again next weekend and enjoy the long weekend, and uh, we'll catch up then. Good on you, mate. Hooroo. All right. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks to all of our guests, Leilani Inside. Mike Willman is here tomorrow from 8 to 10. Stay tuned for the Andy Harris and the SoCal Restaurant Show. Cash some tickets. Enjoy the long weekend of great racing. You've been listening to Thoroughbred L.A. We'll talk to you next weekend. People yakety yak the streak and waste your time a day. But Mr.